You're listening to Master Your Bliss Life. Join Kira Masters and Leah Bliss as they dive into the magical, mysterious, and mundane elements of life, helping you to master your purpose and find your bliss. So I have this sticky note on my computer, and I don't know where I got this quote from, but it says, nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. And I think at first I, I used that kind of in a romantic sense, not like I romanticized it, but literally like I was dating somebody and it was, and there were a lot of factors that caused it to be kind of rocky at the beginning. And I realized reading this quote that it's like, I was stressed. Well, and he was great because he was just like, stop worrying about what could happen in the future. And then just enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. Mm -hmm. And then I read this quote and it's like, nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. And if we think about like attachment styles, I don't know, Kira, are you familiar with the attachment styles? Not really. I know, I only know the ones that apply to me. I only do research as far as it applies to me because <laughs> I feel like, why should I learn anything else? I don't know. But I was, I was researching attachment styles and realized begrudgingly that I tend to have a anxious attachment style. And that comes back to like abandonment. And I've had a lot of like shitty relationships in my life that ended very, very poorly. and. Anxious attachment style, the best way it was described to me is object permanence. As a baby, we know that you can like, like peekaboo works with babies because they don't have object permanence. If you show them like, here's my phone. If I move it off screen, Kira, you can't see my phone. But I know it's there. You know it's in my hand because you just saw it. You don't think like, wow, that phone is gone forever. It's lost from existence. It doesn't, it is no more. And emotionally, people with a anxious attachment style tend to see emotion that way. So in relationships, I tend to need a lot of attention because Mm -hmm. if I can't see it, if it's not happening, Right now, it's not, it doesn't exist. Yep. Right. So I need, so, and I was like that for a really, really long time where I don't know if needy is the right word because I don't like that word, (laughs) (laughs) but I was just hot, emotionally high maintenance for sure. Very much emotionally high maintenance. And that, I mean, no ego, no, no judgment to myself about that. You know, I think I'm probably the same way after we get done here. I'm going to go ahead and take the test. But I'm I'm the same way with that is if I don't feel it, I don't see it, then it's and I doubt it. Yes, I doubt it. I doubt it. And I came to this realization that because as I've been, as I've found myself newly single, I was engaged during the pandemic. After the pandemic, not engaged. Thank God. But. (laughs) Now, dodge that bullet. Dodge that bullet. Bye. Not even apologizing. <laughs> and now I'm like into this, I don't know, like third chapter of dating. Because I was married when I was really young, divorced really young, like tw- in my early, like divorced by 22. 
dated. That was chapter one dating. Then I had my son after his dad and I split up. That was kind of chapter two dating. And there was huge differences between chapter one and chapter two. And then after this engagement, chapter three dating has been as different from both as they were from each other. And I realized that this anxious attachment style was something that was like a fault of mine. And I think it's important romantically to always check in and you're not perfect. Beasy, you ain't perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Where can you continue to work on yourself? So with the anxious attachment style, I realized as I was dating in this third chapter, we're all we're all a lot older now. Mm-hmm. Dating professionals in, I mean, we're not gone are the days of bartenders and skater boys. Yes, no longer dating this. <laughs> no, goodbye. But legitimate professionals in their fields, high-ranking, well-to-do, established, as am I. High-ranking, yeah, yeah. As a global expert in a singular field, as a professional who is high profile in their career, you realize you can't text each other all day long. You can't, you can't, no, no one in their thirties or forties is just like, Hey, do you want to hang out for the day? I don't have anything going on. Let's kick it. That's not real. It's like, hey, let's meet up for coffee. Let's grab some a bite to eat tonight. Like, I've got two hours. Let's go. You've got to book it out two weeks in mm-hmm. advance. And I don't need to talk to you the whole time leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big change because I went from having my significant other being with me all of the time, living together in lockdown together, doing that thing. And now I've really latched onto this concept. If this romantic connection, if this love, if this partnership is real, neither time nor distance can threaten it because nothing that is real can be threatened. Nothing. And if it, if it didn't exist, if it wasn't really a connection, if it wasn't really love, if it wasn't really meant to be or what have you. It doesn't exist. It never existed in the first place. So there's no, there's no sadness. There's no fear. So you just have to go along with the confidence, the the confidence in both. If this is real, it won't be threatened. But if it's not real, it never existed in the first place. The only place it existed was in your head. It's not real. And so you didn't lose anything because it was never real to begin with. And then as I've thought about it more, it goes into your career. It goes into your everything. Yep. Because nothing, right? Because if, if it's, if a client is interested, so Kira and I work together in sales, in training on LinkedIn, we work and it's easy to get frustrated as a sales rep to yep. be like, God, I'm putting in there. Those- freaking work where's the fruition ah! <laughs> we were just talking about this was it yesterday yeah because I had a moment where I was I got a little frustrated and I was like you know I just want to feel like I am what was the word you said like contributing I'm, I'm contributing I'm contributing to the company 
And I was getting frustrated that nothing had, none of my contacts that I had been talking to, reaching out to, or anything had progressed to any sort of sale. And Which I was getting frustrating. Frustrated. Yes. But, but me off the cliff, it was fine. She's it great. Was, at it. it was a good cliff. It was a, <laughs> we both, I walked to the edge with you. It was good. But in any kind of relationship, so business relationship, if if someone's legitimately interested in you, in your product, service, offering, whatever, then keep following up. Keep running them down. You're not bothering them. You're doing your job. Yep. If they're interested, there's nothing you can do to ruin it, truthfully. And if they never were, nothing you can do can change their mind. Yeah, we could talk all day about overcoming reasons why someone doesn't want to buy from you and how to do better but cold calling. What does that calling. do for you? What does that really do for you? Overcoming reasons why somebody doesn't want to buy for you from you? Like, why would you sit there and put your time and effort into trying to figure that out when you can just move on to the next one? Yeah. And talk to somebody that actually wants to be a part of it and wants to buy what you have to offer or yes and sees your value yep. yes you shouldn't let the first time someone says hey no thanks turn you away but don't be committed to changing someone's mind who's equally committed to not understanding you or not valuing you and say hey thanks okay thanks and we listen to that in like with our with our business ears, with our relationship ears, with our spiritual ears, right? With manifesting. Mm -hmm. We were just talking earlier about big houses, right? And how, or like being at a place where you can afford a Mustang and then trying to think about buying a Lambo, yeah, right? And you need to- It's a huge difference. It's a big jump. It's a big jump. But if you are meant, if this is real, if if the path that you're following, if the things that you're manifesting, if those things are really meant for you and that's truly what you want and you go after it and put in the work, it's real. And you'll have it one day. You'll have all your dreams come true. It may take 10, 15, 20 years or more. Right. But if something was never meant for you, you're not going to have it. What, right? What's that saying? What you're seeking is also seeking you. Yes. Things that are meant for you will come to you. And so often we fight for something. I remember, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> I remember that I was convinced I was going to be with this one dude. Let's call him. I think we've all been there. Let's call him John Ham. Let's pretend it was John Ham. Okay. Even though it wasn't. I mean, a little bit. Let's pretend it was John <laughs> Ham. I was obsessed with John Ham, not his real name, and convinced that we were going to be together. Karen knows who I'm talking about. And it's, I was convinced, like, our, look, look at how our life is going to be together. Look, you know, my family loves you, your family loves me. Like, I'm friends with your sister, your mom and I hang out, like everything makes sense. I have everything that you want. You have everything that I want. We're supposed to be together. And I pushed and fought and clawed 
my way to force John Hamm to be with me. And it never worked out. And it did not work out. Like it, it, to the it point where I hurt, devastating I hurt my own feelings mm-hmm. so much with that. I hurt my own feelings because I was pushing for something that was unreal. Yep. And I was devastated over something that never existed. It only existed in your mind. And now looking back, if I had gotten that thing that I thought that I wanted, that life, that relationship, that lifestyle, that family situation. Oh, hell nah. Oh, hell nah. You would not have been happy and you would not have the amount of success that you have today. No. And so this was meant to be. This is what was real. Yes. The thing, because one of the strategies, I guess I use for my life is to, it's so cliche, follow your bliss. It's my last name. It's easy. It makes sense. It's cheesy, but to move towards things that are your hell yes energy that make you feel totally and completely happy. And that's really important. In other news, I was just going to say, fucking breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> one of the contestants from The Bachelorette just accepted my request on LinkedIn. Ooh. <laughs> so we watched The Bachelorette on she Monday. She's got the biggest smile on her face. That's so, well, I, I was like, who is this? I don't know who that I was like, oh my God. One of the contestants from this season's Bachelorette I found on LinkedIn because it was like tech executive. And I'm like, I know all the tech executives. That's that's the job that we work in. This is a complete, we have digressed off the topic, but (laughs) I work in tech. Anytime on TV that someone's a reality TV star and they're like, oh, I work in tech, I'm a tech executive. I'm like, "Mm, bet. And I go look them up on LinkedIn because I am a tech executive. So I want to know who they are. Because if I don't know you, you don't exist in my world. I'm very important in my mind. And so I looked him up and he works for a very big company who I am very well connected with. Sent him a connection request thinking it was like a hilarious joke. And now you just got And he just got, I just got accepted. I'm like, oh, MG, I will not be naming names at this time, but holy cow. I think, I think everybody can probably put two and two together, but maybe those, those that watch The Bachelorette. Those that watch The Bachelorette. So I'm now going to marry. So what is real for me is that I am going to marry one of The Bachelorette contestants. (laughs) Excellent. Perfect. We have a lot in common after watching him on TV. But this is, but this is the kind of thing that I mean, like follow your bliss, go after things that seem like silly and fun that you are excited about, because that's what's real. Mm-hmm. Breaking news, Breaking go after news. the life you want. That is coined by Amy Landino. But do the things that you like. Right, Kira, you were not meant to drive for lift for the rest of your life. Yeah. I was not meant to stay married to my ex-husband. 
No. I fought tooth and nail for that relationship. I put everything I had, blood, sweat, and tears into that and making it happen, making it work. But the universe still found a way to tell me this is not for you. And so much so to get personal that the that divine intervention came in in such a way that you guys couldn't have kids because the universe knew that you were not meant to be there. It was putting every block in front of me, in front of my face. This and I no. still fought it. I still fought it. This is a no. And so if I would have if I would have read this quote many a years ago. Many a year ago. And really came to understand the meaning behind it. I would have never pursued it. (laughs) Yeah. So many things. I mean, in retrospect, and that's what's so hard is that nothing real can be threatened and nothing unreal exists. Sometimes we fight so hard to make something real or it's even worth our time to pursue it, to find out whether it is or not. Mm -hmm. But it's when we start to get incredibly stressed out about the future of that thing, right? One of the precipices that Kira was on the other day, this the scary moment of like, oh my gosh, is this job really going to work out? I'm so stressed. What can I do? One thing we talked about is that like, it's either going to work or it's not. Mm-hmm. But, but enjoy the moment. But enjoy the moment. Yeah, It's either going to, like, with a job, this job may work out or it may not. Whatever job you are in right now, if you work at Starbucks, if you sell Nikes, if you are a CXO of any major company, Mm -hmm. of any minor company, there are no guarantees. But if it's real and what is real cannot be threatened... The things that are real are the skills that you've learned, the knowledge that you've gained, Mm -hmm. the connections that you have, things that are not real, things that are unreal, fear, a current job status, all of these things, none of it's real. And so you can't be sad when it doesn't exist anymore because it never existed in the first place. Security is not real. But you and your skill sets are the things that are real and those can't be threatened. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Well. Incredible. I love how you went off on a little tangent, but you reeled it back in. Take the, thank you. I can't, (laughs) listen, we are live, we are doing this live and in living color. (laughs) I will not edit my life. We, We promised you all that we would come with just the most authenticity, the most intention to get everybody just feeling better about mastering their bliss life mm-hmm. because deciding to follow the things that are real versus forcing the things that are not real. That's a huge difference. So I'm not going to edit it. I'm not going to edit out any parts. Editing. Everybody loved it. Anyway, everybody's Googling. Go- immediately trying to figure out who I'm going to marry now. Who I'm going to marry now based off this 
LinkedIn connection. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go follow up with some LinkedIn contacts right now. Um, love you all. See you soon. And uh, enjoy your enjoy your hot girl walk. Yeah. You've been listening to Master Your Blessed Life. Make sure to check out the show notes for any relevant links and follow Kira and Leah on Instagram and LinkedIn.